0: Shannon Case's Homemade Stories is happy to have the Laganitas Brewing Company as a sponsor. Laganitas has an ever changing variety of beers for all of our ever changing curious taste buds. Beers like Laganitas Citrus Sinesis. You know that sounds citrusy. And then Laganitas IPA. That's one of my all time favorites. Laganitas Mozango. That's a mosaic hopped ale mixed with mango juice. You know, I didn't have my first mango until I was in my thirties and I fell in love with mango. Or you can check out the cans, 12th of never ale, some easy ale or super cluster ale. You know what a super cluster is? It's a citra hop mega ale of intergalactic proportions. That's what it is. I'm serious, taste it. You'll see. Lagunitas, beer speaks, People mumble. Enjoy the show. Homemade Stories has a goal of 300 friends to fund the podcast for the spring 2019 campaign. Is that you? When you support Homemade Stories, I call you a friend. So listen here, friend. The reward levels are pretty cool too. And I don't skimp on rewards. I've got your next favorite travel mug or water bottle. I mean, this is nice stuff. Newly designed homemade stories tees, either with the podcast cover or ones with cool sayings on them. A homemade stories Detroit box. Now that's all the swag plus a collection of Detroit stuff. I'm actually going to go to Eastern Market with the family and find cool stuff to send you from Detroit. Now that's actually one of the best rewards, a touch of Detroit. And even storytelling and podcasting mentorship. Now this is a steal. Go to ShannonCason.com See the link for the spring 2019 campaign and choose a reward. That's simple. And get this, for every reward, the Knight Foundation is matching your support. Now that's very big. So help me reach 300 fast, support the stories today. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Homemade Stories number 107. I'm Shannon Casey. We begin deciding our path in life at a young age. I was a self-aware little kid. I knew I had certain responsibilities to myself that didn't include anyone but me. Not my parents, not my friends, just me. Now this is a story about my mom or my relationship with my mom, Mother's Day and all. But it's also about making decisions for my own path. My mother came to my house after Mother's Day dinner, and I asked her to come to my back office, and we talked for about an hour or so into the mics. Record your family, folks. It's so valuable to have these conversations on tape, so we interspersed our talk with today's story. I told this story for the first time at the Detroit Institute of Arts in the Rivera Court. Now that's a beautiful space. If you come to Detroit, go to the Rivera Court, because it's a Diego Rivera mural on all four walls. Google it. My mother was in attendance. I was a little sick, I still am, but it was a special night. So now I'm retelling it for you. Hope you enjoy.
1: It's never enough time. I could be with you 50,000 years, and it still wouldn't be enough time. You know, it's just, uh, that's the way life is, you know. And that's why I tell people you love them all the time. Don't wait. Let them know. We kiss every time we see each other. Although y'all think my double kisses is ridiculous. I don't care because I want you to know. I want you to pause and know that you're loved all the time.
0: (laughs) I'm a regular dude on purpose on purpose I worked hard to just be a regular dude I don't know what you know about growing up to become a black man I know it gets uncomfortable when you say stuff like that this isn't a story about discrimination or the police so everybody can breathe it's a story about my mom Being a black boy and becoming a black young man in Detroit, I had the challenge of navigating a black mother's worry. And I grew up in a household full of women, grandma, my mother, my older sister. And I had an auntie upstairs and I was the only boy. So the rules of the house were this. Do not go off our block. When the street lights come on, you better be home. Stop riding your bike on the street. You see how fast these cars going up and down this street. Stop running and jumping on and off everything. You go break your arm or something. If I followed every rule my mama made, though, i would even have to just stay in the house or I have to duct tape a mattress around myself to go down the block to play with my friends. So for many things that happened in my life, I just couldn't tell my mom. Like, I couldn't tell my mom when I was on my way to shovel snow for money that the undercover police stopped me with guns drawn and emptied the pockets of my triple fat goose winter coat. Then I didn't tell you the time when the undercover police officers had stopped me on the way to Grandma Kaysen's house mm. and pulled the gun on me and everything and said, because uh, they thought I had a coat on, like a winter coat, uh-huh. and they thought I had a gun. So they patted me down. But I, oh, you remember I used to keep all this stuff in my pockets. Yeah. I had like deodorant and a bag yeah, of chips and. Everything in the world in my pocket. So they were like pulling all this stuff out of my pockets, throwing it in the snow. And it was like, don't be carrying all that stuff in your pockets. We thought you had a gun. Well, I couldn't tell my mom when we snuck into elementary school, we squoosed through this little window and we took some bow and arrows and we shot them at the crackheads by the Better World Motel. You and who? It was me. I think BJ was there. I saw Did him. anybody I- catch you uh- But the police was at the school the next day, and nobody said it either. Nobody told. I couldn't tell my mom. We put a bunch of old mattresses in a pile in the alley, and we climbed on my friend's garage, and we did flips off the garage on the mattress. It was so much fun. I couldn't tell my mom that. My mom would have yelled, you going to break your arm or something. And I was a fairly good kid. I did all those things, but I was a I was a good kid. I mean, one day I was home reading my Bible. Yeah, I read the Bible, that big boring book when I was young. And my grandma was always reading it, and I wanted to see what it was all about. I hated to follow something and not even know what I was following, to be honest. So I read the Bible, and I'm reading this story where Jesus had just left his mother at 12. He just left her without warning. And when his mom noticed that he was gone, she started looking for him and she's looking all over for him and it took her three days to find him. And when she did find him in the temple debating, Jesus was kind of annoyed with her. He's like, I'm doing my father's business right now, ma. And she's like, you're 12. You ain't got no business. And he had to leave. (laughs) And you didn't hear from Jesus again until he was 30. But I saw that. And I said to myself, I'm 12 years old. I have to do my own thing. I can't be bothered by what my mom thinks. So I did everything on my lonely. Because I didn't want to become a sheltered mama's boy. I saw kids that became that kid. There was a kid, I won't say his name, I save him. A little dignity, but uh, we would be playing basketball. And you'd hear a loud whistle down the street. And Dwight would, I was supposed to say his dad. hey <laughs> Robert, you could bleep that part, man. He uh, would say, give me my ball. Give me my basketball. And he would take his basketball and run home. His mom blew a whistle. I don't even know if she cared how much we tortured him because his mom blew a whistle for him to come home. I did not want to become whistle boy. So I just did everything alone and never really told my mom about it. Anytime the school had a field trip or something where they gave me a permission slip that I have to get signed, I just sign it myself, faker signature, go on the field trip. I won an award at my school for writing, and there was a ceremony and everything. I just went by myself. When I think about it, the school administration probably thought I came from an unfit home or something. <laughs> but a big part of the reason was, I was with my mom all the time. Like I said, I grew up in a house with all women, grandma, mom, sister, and auntie. And me and my mom lived in a room in the back of the house. So if I didn't create some distance between us and do things on my own, I was doomed to become whistle boy. I started going to church by myself. It was a church a few streets over. Uh, We weren't a church family, and I always wanted to have the black church experience, so I started going by myself. I went to the front of the church at the altar call and everything, and when when the pastor asked who wants to be baptized, I raised my hand. The church set a date for my baptism the first Sunday of the following month. I don't know how my mom found out, Maybe I let it slip at dinner. Maybe they gave me some baptism preparation paperwork or something, and she saw it. We lived in the same room. I don't know how she found out, but she did. And she asked me, Shannon, you getting baptized? Why didn't you tell anyone? And I wanted to say, wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? But I didn't say that. (laughs) I just said... It's not a big deal, ma. And she said, it is a big deal. You should have told me. And she walked away angry. Later that week, my mom did something she had never done before. She wrote me a note. Left it in the room, and I opened it, and I kept the note. I got it right here. It said, uh...
1: Son, I don't understand why you didn't tell me about your baptism. As much as you claim it's not a big deal, it is a big deal to express your commitment in your faith to God. And why you wouldn't share that with me is a mystery. I understand you need to do things on your own. You need to grow to become the man God wants you to become. But that doesn't mean closing everyone out of your life. I'm your mother always and you will always be my son and i only want what's best for you i love you
0: sincerely mom i went to my mom and i told her i'm sorry it is a big deal and i'd be honored if you came to my baptism huh i had to realize that my life just wasn't my life Yeah, it could be if I wanted to be selfish, but my mom sacrificed a lot for me. She deserved to be involved in my life if she wanted to. She only wanted what was best for me. We both cried. Now, at the baptism, the weirdest thing happened. Remember I said I didn't invite my mom to too much stuff because I didn't want all the hovering and getting over-involved? But now she's at the baptism. She's all in the back room. She's asking a thousand and one questions. She everywhere that I am and all she needed was a whistle. Now we're walking up the stairs to go to the area where they do the baptism and it's wet. Baptisms involve water. And my mom is at the church in full black mama church gear, you know, with the sequin dress and the hat and the heels and Slips on the stairs. Breaks her arm. At my baptism. At first she didn't know it was broken. So I still got baptized and she watched in pain until it was over. And after the baptism, it was just so much pain that she knew it was broken. We rushed to the hospital. She's crying from all the pain and broken arms really hurt, you know. And I tell her. I'm saying, this is why I don't tell you anything. This is why I limit what I invite you to, Ma. You might break your arm or something.
1: But the only reason that happened is because my heel caught on that carpet. Because they were kind of rushing because they wanted the parents to come so they can see it closer. But my heel caught on that carpet. and, and well, how did, When
0: did you go to the hospital, though? I don't well, remember. Well, I, I stayed.
1: To the I, I sit there. I, he, they said, well, You want to go to the hospital? I said, No, I'll be okay. And as soon as she was baptized, I'm sitting there and I thought, Oh, Lord, I'm not going to make it. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening. Homemade Stories is weekly right now for the Spring 2019 campaign. So if you get anything from these little memories of mine and others, help the show keep going strong. Go to ShannonCason.com, click the link, go to the campaign page, pick a reward. It's that simple. This episode was produced by Robert Anderson and me. Thanks to my mom, Bessie Mae Cason for coming over and getting behind the mic. I love my mom's name, Bessie Mae. I almost named my daughter Bessie Mae, but everybody stopped me. I thought that was a bit of a great name for Zoe, you know, Bessie Mae. Thank you to all the friends of Homemade Stories. Thank you to the Lagunitas Brewing Company. And thank you to the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace.
1: Now that's homemade.